everybody, welcome back to another episode of You Ask Why, where we explore perspectives on the whys of life and offer a little bit of outlook into the unconventional, conventional way of living life. Hey everybody, my name is Aloysius, I'm the host slash speaker of today's episode once again, and together with me, I have the man with the sexiest voice, Elvin. Elvin, say hi. Hi everyone. And the rose among the thorns, Li Ting. Li Ting, say hi. Hi everybody. Okay, cool. How are the both of you doing? How am I doing? Uh? Mm. I'm fine, bro. Fine? Very good. 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 Leading? Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope you, today you are excited to, to talk about today's topic mm-hmm. because uh, what we're going to be exploring today is actually a small portion of something that I think everybody think about or experience at least once or twice or who knows, maybe even many times in their lives. So today what we're going to be talking about is relationships. Oh, no. <laughs> and more specifically, what we're going to talk about in relationships is change in relationships. Wow, quite heavy, yeah? Okay, so before we start, let's do a little bit, of course, we need to do a little bit of quality check. You know, yeah, we can't la. be talking about relationships when, you know, we have zero experience in relationship, right? So we're going to do a little bit of quality check. So I'm going to run through with the two of you. Okay, three of, the three of us. How many relationships have you had? And what is your current relationship status? Bro, when you say about relationships, right? Correct. Can you be more specific about relationship? Mm, okay, how about we, we put it at a level where there's a boy and a girl, and then the both of them agree that, there's, that they have common interests in one another, and they're in something more than friends. So BGR lah. BGR lah, boy-girl okay, okay, relationship okay, okay. lah. Yeah. Think. Me? Why First? you look so... <laughs> Uh, okay, um, I mean, my benchmark for what I consider to be a relationship is quite high. So I will put aside uh, the few dates that I have. The flings. The puppy love in <laughs> primary school. I the con- playing with the boy's heart. Oh my no, God. I won't do that, okay? <laughs> so if I were to say how many serious relationships I have in my life... I consider myself to have only one serious relationship. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, like given the age lah. Huh? <laughs> okay? Yeah. okay yeah. That's cool. So that, that relationship that you had is still currently ongoing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my current relationship status would be that I'm attached. So one one and only, yeah. Kind of, kind of. Sorry okay. boys. Taken. <laughs> <laughs> how about Alvin? How about you? Me, yeah. Wow. Um I have three. Why not? Oh, 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 no, uh, I ten, uh? only have three. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> not including the one that is current. So, so what's your current relationship status? Um, I'm I'm blessed. I'm married. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So I'm like kind of in my still in my honeymoon stage. Wow. I can say yeah. Sure. So considering three plus one. Yeah. Now. Stop judging. Stop judging by saying, you know, <laughs> shout out 10, then what does that mean? I mean, because uh, I, I know you a little bit better, so, you know, who knows? I, I would have expected to you to have, like, you know, 10, 15, I don't know. Okay, I'll see you after recording. <laughs> okay, sorry, 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 don't hit me, yeah, don't hit me. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I think I'll run through for myself as well. Uh, I had three relationships. Bede. Also three. And uh, the last one is still currently ongoing. So, right now, I'm still attached. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Not not married yet. So wait until I'm married first, then you can say congratulations. Okay. Okay? 
Cool. So um, since we already established that uh, all three of us here, you know, at least have a little bit of experience in relationships. My next question is, okay, take, take what you have experienced in the past or what you are currently experiencing uh, into consideration. Uh. I'm going to give you a statement. Let me know if you agree with this statement and why. So it goes in this way that they say, people change after going into relationships. So do you agree with this statement or not? Um, I think for me is no doubt there will definitely be change. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, small changes, big changes. I think any form of changes will definitely happen mm-hmm. in in what we so call the relationships that we um we we have uh, said out lah. Like for example, for me, it's past three, and then mm-hmm. one currently. I think all four. There's definitely changes. What right. about you think? Yeah, I also agree that people change in relationships because two people coming together means there's more factors. This is why people change. But the extent of change differ for person to person. Mm. Okay, good point. So since the both of you shared that there are change, there have been changes in your relationship, right? Can you give me a little bit of uh, examples or can you share about a relationship in which you have changed? So describe this change that you had and I, I, I'm spe- specifically talking about change in you. Mm. In you uh. Describe this change that you had and why did you change in that relationship? Wow, okay. Um, if I were to compare and, and really give it a thought, right? Mm-hmm. I think my second relationship was the one with the major change. Mm. So it was during my secondary school days, mm-hmm. going to poly. Mm. Yeah. And and definitely through that transition, right, um, from a from a young boy to a you know to an adult, like a you know, mm. yeah, I I definitely seen more changes during that relationship, and at that point of time, I I didn't really know what was what was I feeling. Mm. It was a little bit confusing here and there, mm. but I could definitely sense that I was different. Mm. So going into poly, um. I basically, uh, in my in my day to day interaction with people, mm-hmm. because I was still within that relationship itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I cannot name the changes mm. like specifically, Mm-mm. but there was a huge change. What felt different? What felt different? Uh? Like I was be I was more able to, um make a fool out of myself, okay. you know, try to be the lucky, uh, the, the happy pill mm-hmm. in um, my, around my, my friends. Mm-hmm. So when you step into the auditorium and you meet a large group of people away from your normal secondary school friends, mm-hmm. you, you will definitely have those reserves like, well, what if I, you know, um, uh, let other people know how I actually behave and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You will seem a little bit reserved, but Mm-mm. during that point of time, I wasn't. I was just like fully let go. Because I already had someone. Okay. You see, I don't need to impress an, another person mm. so that I will be able to get into another relationship. Mm. Yeah, so I was more let go. I was always joking around. I was the one that goes forward and talk to people, which I don't do that in secondary school, you see. Yeah, I was more reserved. 
So you you let go basically you, you care less about what people think of you lah. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't need to impress them because I already got a girlfriend. Uh, already, right? Now that you put it out into a statement, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I felt in that transition alone. Okay. Yeah. How about how about you leading? How uh, I think I think mine is a bit similar to Elvin. Like same same but different. In a sense, uh his change is something related to his personality. Mm. But it's to imp- it's whether need to impress or don't need to impress. For me, right, I also feel that I in my current relationship, my change, one of the big bigger changes will be in my personality as well. So, uh, friends who know me know that I'm actually a more quiet and slow, reserved person, like slow paced person. But then because of the nature of my relationship, where my partner is an outspoken, full of energy person, I've started to speak up more and like to to try to be a bit more high energy person. So in a sense, my personality has a little bit of changes because I was influenced by the energy of my partner. And mind you, she's smiling while she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> so how did this change that you had, right? Like, you know, you become more, more positive. How did this change affect your personal outtake on life or, or your personal life away from your relationship in mm. general? I think this change have brought about an, an overall positive impact to my own life mm. because it contributed to me becoming a, a better individual mm-hmm. because I've learned how to communicate with other people more effectively mm-hmm. and I've learned to enjoy being high energy sometimes and being back to uh, slow energy at times as well. Okay, cool. Okay, since the both of you shared uh, something that I, I would take it as positive, was, was, your, was your change in a relationship for you, Elvin, positive for you? Yeah, of course. Okay, so since both of you shared something positive, uh, I think to balance it out, I'll, I'll share on a personal experience of, of a relationship that uh, didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the relationship that I'm currently referring to is the, the second relationship of my, of my life. So um, long story short, basically what changed in me was uh, that I lost sight of myself. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when you, when you go into a relationship and you, when you're uh, so-called deeply in love, deeply infatuated, uh, all you really want is like, that person to, to love you back. That's one. And no matter what, you cannot lose that person. So I think uh, in my second relationship, I was very caught up with, you know, uh, accompanying the, the, the point of time, my girlfriend, and uh, giving her care, giving her concern, and I, I went out of my way for, for her a lot to the point that I didn't know what I want because everything that's in my mind is about what she would like, what she wants. So slowly by slowly, the, the relationship progressed and it, it, it ate me down, ate me out. So I started to, to lose sight of myself. And of mm. course, it's, it affected me very much in my personal life, like especially once the, the breakup actually happened. Uh, I was very lost. I was very down. Like, I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life because, you know, every part of my life revolved around her. Mm. So that was the, 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 the biggest change that I ever experienced in a, in a relationship. 
Oh, that's interesting. Eh. Mm. Just can I ask a side question? Yeah, away sure, from, go ahead. Yeah, since you already asked so many. Mm-mm. Was she pretty? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, uh, according to your own standard from a scale of 1 is to 10. Oh, I must, must give her a scale. Uh, mm. Roughly. La. I think she's a 7, 8. Okay. Yeah, I, I see the point already. I mean, sometimes when we, when we mm. go into a relationship during our earlier days, mm. right? Um, I don't think we really look into the character of the person. Mm, but we look younger. into the external beauty. Mm, that's right. You know, where you, mm. were, you get so caught up, the moment you see her face, you melt. Mm. And then that would result in your case Mm-mm. of everything revolves around this beautiful thing Mm-mm. or beautiful lady Mm-mm. that is with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean when, you're, when you're younger, you haven't realised what is truly important to you and, and why it's not. Isn't this the topic of the day? Or partially? Somewhat, somewhat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so since we talk about changes, right, how about we, we take a step back and we look at other people. So um, based on your own personal experiences, again, once, once again, and based on your observations of other people, what other changes do you think people undergo in relationships and why? Mm, I think more generally, right, mm. I think a lot of people change their habits and behaviour. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the positive kind would be they learn to become more patient, more mm-hmm. forgiving. Mm-hmm. But in the negative aspect, like you mentioned, they, they lose their identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they change away their whole personality. Like I talk about change in personality, but it's, it's about growing my personality. But mm. some people just throw away that personality mm. because of the word love. Mm. So if you ask me why, right? those people that change aimlessly or mindlessly like that can be because they are too deeply, uh, like, too deeply... Involved. Involved. Infatuated. Infatuated in, with in, in, the concept of in, love. In, or with love. Okay. Yeah. I think I have another um, so-called example to share, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, at the end of the day, it could be something that you, you could call it a habit mm. or basically it's something that you have been enjoying for for part of your life mm. like let's give an example having um, a sports session with your buddies mm. you know every one week you go and play some sports soccer or whatever it mm. is and then this partner comes into your life and um, she's always uh, telling you that, you know, why not spend that time with me mm. when you have spent like a lot, I mean, three quarter of your time. Mm. I think that's the part whereby many of us would actually face with, you know, th- why are we always forced to make a choice between mm. our friends Mm-mm. or our buddies versus the lady or the, the woman that we we have a relationship in. Mm. I think that puts us in a spot. So, yeah, so to, mm. I think the, the thing that I wanted to share was that uh, during my third relationship, I realized that I actually asked myself a question mm. before I made a decision Mm-mm. to, to move on. It is, am I able to live my life uh, with, with this particular choice that I have to make every single time? Mm-mm. Yeah, so that choice for me was a bit I mean, that, that, that position for me was a bit negative. 
yeah, that I don't want to be making choices. I want at least somebody to tell me that, you know, um, even if you go with your friends, you can go with a peace of mind because I, I, I have accepted that your life doesn't revolve around me. Mm. So there's this balance. But maybe she was not the person that uh, was able to give me that, mm. that balance. Yeah. So that, that's negative for me lah, in mm. terms of changing uh, something that's important on, on my aspect. So, so for, for that in summary, it would be probably be change in priorities. Yes, correct. Change in, change uh, yeah. in routine. So, so it being in a relationship sometimes forces you to change what you like, uh, what you like doing yep. and in, in exchange uh, for that person because that person maybe wants you to do that, ask you to do that, right? Mm. Like, mm. for you, don't you find that when you're in a relationship, you always don't welcome bad times like quarreling you know yeah. or or fighting over a small issue you want it to be peaceful you want it to be blessed Mm-mm. i mean sometimes we are got we, we get too stuck in that concept of making every day as perfect as possible Mm-mm. but sometimes arguments will come in so mm-hmm. it's that perspective of i okay la, i can just uh, make this day you know without quarrel so you just go with that decision mm-hmm. uh, but for a prolonged time, you realize that it's not going to work. You're just going to add more negativity into, into the relationship just by creating that one day of peacefulness. Uh, it might add to a new habit being developed. Okay, so, so you, you brought up a very good point. So that actually raises me to, to my next question. So uh, let's, talk about, uh, let's, let's not talk about these positive changes. Like, you know, you become more patient, like mm-hmm. what Li Ting said become more outspoken, you, you like yourself more. Let, let's put that aside. Because I think positive changes in relationship is something that no matter what uh, one person would, would, would want to accept, would be willing to accept, mm-hmm. right? How about the, the things that Alvin talked about? Like, for example, the change in priorities or, or having to make that decision to, to make that change at a given point of time to either save your relationship or, or save something else entirely. How do I know... Uh, when I should accept these changes or not? You know, when, when I should accept my change in priorities or not? Since you, since you brought it up. When? Mm. As in, when do you find yourself ab- accepting this? Mm-mm. So, so let's, let's generalize. So mm. you, you were the one. Okay, you're, you're the case that we are, we are, we're looking at now. Mm. You at a given point of time at your, by your girlfriend, she asked you to you know, spend time with me instead of going play uh, sports with the, with the boys. Mm. So, uh, at the point of time, how do you feel about her telling you that? That's one. Mm. And number two, how do you, what, what do you exactly do? Do you accept that change in priorities that she, she asked you to do? Or do you, what do you do, do about it? Okay. I think after a while, I, I get to realize that too much of something is always no good. Okay. okay that's the point where I realize that I mean, we are all in different phases of our relationship as experience from the first one and the second one. And you, I mean, people always say that when you get into a relationship in the honeymoon period, mm. every, you know, your partner would want every second of your time. Mm. Like, it is so enjoyable uh, throughout the whole entire 24 hours. If he, he can spend the time with you alone, it will be the best case scenario. Mm. But think again, it's like, it's like the tortoise and hare story. 
if you if you rush to the finishing line, uh, the period that you're gonna spend in, uh, it's gonna be shortened. Meaning maybe you're looking at giving the other person whatever that you have, but the whole entire journey is gonna be shortened in such a way that you know his she she or he one day will get tired of that twenty four hours having to face you. Mm. Right? Speaking from a married man point of view. But okay. if you could find a balance in terms of spreading out the love that you have okay. into a longer period, meaning you can still have your priorities of relationship, mm. your own time, Mm-mm. which people call it me time, Mm-mm. your friends, your families. Mm. You know, there is so many things to put in into a 24 hours, not talking about just people that you spend time with. I mean, you have to work and put food on the table. So when all these things comes into play, right, um, you will realize that at the end of the day, you can't give everything mm. for God knows how long to one single person. It's a fact. You will soon be very tired and you will, it will definitely put a strain into your relationship no matter how much you, know, you, you are so involved. It's always the honeymoon period mm. that you, you want to get involved with this person. Yeah, so how do you find? And what was the what was the word that you used again? How do you accept? Is it? How do you know you accepted this change? Whether you want to accept these changes or not? Because when these ideas struck you, mm-hmm. it's the time where there is resistance in you mm-hmm. to tell you that you're not accepting. Mm. If not, you you would have blindly just go forward and and moved on. I mean, accepting and not accepting is when you accept, you don't see anything wrong with it. Mm. You just go with the flow until something major happens. Mm. But the moment when you are in for a while and you realize that, eh, so how come there's so many questions that is popping in my head? Wow, I think my friend, like, for example, uh, one, one very um, common thing is that when, you're, when you get into a relationship, the first person that finds a difference in you would be your friends. They will tell you, wow, now you're attached already. Ah. Now you're different already. Ah. You spend more time with your girlfriend rather than coming out with us. So if these questions pop into you and you find it that it is very uncomfortable to be thinking about all these questions, means you are not accepting the new relationship that is coming in. If not, you will have just gone forward without worrying what other people say. Okay. Li Ting, how about you? You know, you know, we all undergo changes in relationships, right? So how do you know whether, uh, in, in the first place, whether these changes is, is good for you and whether you accept these changes, you're happy with these changes or not? Mine is kind of similar to Alvin's again. But okay. it's, to put it simply, right, it's like if I accept the changes, I wouldn't feel conflicted. And I would feel at peace. So the other thing I consider about whether I want to accept the changes is right. Would be, uh, if I were to uh, accept it, would I be just doing it for the sake of doing it? Like, you know, you Mm. superficially just act like you accept to avoid conflict. Mm -mm. But I I use that as a reminder. If I want to accept something, I have to really... Um, immerse myself in all of it and tell mm. myself that 
okay, this is not just for the sake of doing. This is what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, be it for the sake of the better of me or for the better of the relationship. Mm. But it's something that I want to do and not just doing it for the sake of doing. For, for the sake of the other person uh, or for the sake of the relationship. Lah. I mean, sometimes you, you do have to do it for the sake of the relationship. Yeah. But it's a matter of do you want to do it for the better of the relationship? Mm. If you want, if you genuinely want to do it for the better of the relationship, which benefits both parties, then I think that's okay. Mm-mm. But if you just want to do it so you can have a well, on the outside it looks like a perfect relationship, that's what I mean by then it's a no go. Mm-hmm. So let's say if I were to put myself into that position and I I immerse in all the, the options that has been laid out in front of me. I, I, I immerse myself and, and look at what I have changed mm-hmm. over the years or over the period that I had my relationship. Mm-hmm. And something that pops up to me, I realise, like, like Alvin said, I have resistance to it. Uh, I, I don't think that is for the better of the relationship. Or In fact, I, I mm. don't want to do it because it's, it's no longer what I want. It's no longer me. Mm. And I don't think it's, it's better for, for, for yeah. me to, to accept these changes. So if I don't accept these changes... What can I do about it? What should I do about it? Break up. I think we listen to the, the lady's point of view <laughs> first. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, if you have reached that level where you have tried to understand why you are not accepting the change mm. and you, you rationally thought through it, not just being petty about mm-hmm. it, right? Then I think the in the context of a relationship, lah. Uh, a key part would be to communicate. Mm, okay. Yeah. If you, you have already uh, reflected yourself and know that you really cannot accept it, but you in this context of a relationship where both parties matter, then I think it's time to talk to your partner and tell her or him that you cannot accept it. Is there an, another way to go about it? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say you have to break up, but mm. why can't you find a new solution together? Mm. Okay, so find a new solution. Alvin, how about you? Well, I think if the other party uh, is like, I mean, the thoughts are like leading, uh, it's going to be very simple. Mm. <laughs> because in a relationship, it's not just about the guy or the girl. Mm. It's what you bring that catalyst, as a catalyst into the relationship. Like for example, you can go for your normal dates and everything. Mm-hmm. But one of the catalysts in in your relationship is that whether there is time for you to put yourself in an environment where you can speak your mind to your partner or your partner can speak Mm. her mind to you Mm -mm. to talk about certain things that they might have like prerequisites or experiences Mm. with other people. Mm -mm. You know, but when you can find a common ground in explaining, like just take, for example, the the sports sessions with your buddies and friends, you can let her know that it, it has become a part of your life. Yeah. And to, to really take that off away, it means that um, you know, it's going to make you different. Mm. But this cannot be known as sacrifices or you can, you can just put any word to it to, to replace it. Mm. You got to make her understand that you know, there are certain parts of your life which you need um, your time. Mm. Because it's a healthy thing to you. And you have to make her understand whether she's able to understand from a point of view. Mm. 
or rather does she has any other thing that's similar to what you have that both of you can sit down and talk about it set a date mm. um, to to do it at a concurrent timeline la, so that mm. both of you have the same privilege at that point of time mm. it's just to reshuffle ma. so if you are able to talk to that someone and, and they are able to understand from your point of view mm. the sacrifice is not about the, the things that you do for each other but within your individual self you sacrifice that understanding of that uh, particular time to each other. So the word sacrifice have to, have to mean, um, I mean not to misuse the word, but use it at the correct, uh, use it at the correct thing that you are discussing about. Like, is it like what I said just now, not for the sake of yeah, not for the sake of doing it, but for the sake mm. of the better of the relationship or better for the sake of the betterment of the both of you. Mm. Yeah. You get... Oh, okay. Do you, do, you, do you understand what I'm getting? No, no, no. Because my question, my question was, mm. uh, if I don't accept these changes, mm. what, what can I do about it? So, so I'm trying to, to... I've been reflecting and thinking about what you've said, but if you were to summarize that that all that you have just said into a sentence, what would it be? Okay. To answer the question, it's, if I don't accept the changes, okay, let me summarize what can for I do? you. Yeah. Okay. Which is to be truthful when okay. you are having a conversation with your partner, to really let her or him know what you really want out of this conversation. Ah. Uh, next time you start with the summary <laughs> first, then the elaboration can. Okay. Can uh? Maybe I too excited to talk. Uh. So many experiences inside me. I uh. want to let it go. Uh. Okay, okay. Uh, but what if I, like, because the both of you say that, um, you know, if, if I don't accept the changes, that for, for leading is to have conversation. And like uh, Alvin said, is to be truthful with the partner. If, if I really have a, a conversation with him or her, and, and I still really cannot break through, like, you know, cannot tell her that I, I don't want to change for, for that reason. I don't want to change into that person. And I don't want to change into this person into the relationship. What what can else should I be thinking? What else should I be doing? That means resist the change, is it? Mm, I I still resist the change all the way to the end, and I cannot get my partner to understand. Okay, I summarize in one sentence. Mm. Then the other guy, the other person, whether it's a guy or a girl, mm -hmm. you need to know that this unique person that you're having a relationship mm. with has this trait. Mm. So the next question is: Are you able to live with this trait? for as long as you are in a relationship. Mm, so I need to find the answer within within oh. myself. La. Not bad, la. I summarized in one sentence. Hey, good. Okay. Anything? <laughs> Similar? Good job. Like there's, there's this mm. quote going about, which I really cannot remember the entirety of it, but uh, it goes something along the lines where are you in love with the mm. ideal version inside your mind? Or are you in love with the actual person? So if that person mm. resists change and resists talking about change and consistently mm. want you to live up to the mm -hmm. ideal version of mm. uh, you in her mind or her or his mind, then I guess that person mm. might not love all of you, but instead they just love uh, an imagination of you. So are you in love or are you in love with the idea of being in love? Well mm. said. Something yeah. like that, right? Then, 
I, I know this type of, mm. uh, as in whatever Lee Ting is trying to say is that this, this person might have been in many previous relationships. Mm. Every, uh, every single previous relationship mm. adds up to how ideal he wants the boyfriend to be. Mm-mm. So imagine if there's five different ex relationships, mm. maybe this person would have taken every single one expectation from the previous five, mm. add it all together Mm-mm. and see whether they are able to find this ideal guy or girl that they are seeking for. I, I mean, fundamentally, that, that isn't wrong. Lah, because you, you learn from your previous relationship what you personally like and what you don't like. Mah. True. And, and when you come to a new relationship, of course, you want to look for something that you, that you actually like. But I think uh, the, the notion where it's wrong is when you go into the relationship and you expect that person to change into something yeah. that you like. Positive. Ah, yeah. See, you okay. just summarized in one sentence. Okay, Good that means you understand. Okay. <laughs> um, I have actually, my point of view is very straightforward in, in terms of accepting changes or not. I mean, um, there, there's many different ways that you can come into a relationship. I mean, there's the, the people who think one plus one equals two, greater than two. Two into two. And then, sorry, sorry, we were having this discussion of this analogy uh, <laughs> earlier on. I was supposed to introduce it, but I keep forgetting because it's math. Uh. You can so, do it. one plus one equals two. 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 And then the other analogy of relationship is that 0. 0.5 plus 0. 0.5 equals to one. Oh, equals to more than one. Eh? Now we are confused yeah, against we ourselves. Are confused. Wait, 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 wait. No. It's... Half plus half uh-huh. equals to one, mm-hmm. and the other one would be one plus one equals to more than two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so that's the two analogies of how we can come into a relationship. So Li Ting, can you share with me what is one plus one equals to greater than two in 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 terms of when coming into a relationship? Can I can I share the other one first? Oh yeah. Because okay. I think half it makes more half, sense. Okay. Yeah, explain, yeah. explain both. So, explain both. So I we, we had this discussion, and what inspired this discussion is that right. Uh, we realized that in the past, a lot of people uh, approach love in the equation of half plus half equals to one. When I find the other half of me, then I become a whole. So the love, uh, the, the person that I love, right, uh, mm-hmm. is integral for me to feel whole. Mm-hmm. But then as um, you know, uh, society progress, girls becoming like um, not stay at home only, that kind of all sorts of things happen. Basically, evolution la. Mm. then there's this new no- notion of uh, how to approach love nowadays there's trending which is uh, you don't have to like find someone else to feel whole instead you find another whole individual and together with two holes of uh, and in- of two individuals you become a sum of greater than its part which leads to the equation one plus one equals to more than two and I think we have to put it out there that neither of these equations are wrong or right. Mm. It's just which one is more suitable uh, for your own approach. Mm. So why I actually brought up that, that analogy because to share my own personal point of view is that when you're talking about change in a relationship, right? you first need to establish or, or clarify when you approach the relationship, what form of, of perspective are you taking? Are you a half-past-half person? or you are one plus one person, or you're in the middle of, of these two. And it's not enough to just clarify your own perspective. It's also important to clarify mm. your partner's perspective. Because 
if your if your partner's perspective is is that you know two people come uh, two halves come together to form whole, of course there needs to be uh, changes that is going to be to be happening in order for you to fit in with one another to become a a, a, a great to become whole a, a whole unit lah. And then the other point of view is that you know both of you are individual and both of you stay individual when you come into it. And, and both of you are, are not that susceptible or, or willing to change. It's just that both of you already complement each other from the start. You need to come into to the relationship knowing what point of view you are taking. If I'm a half kind of person, but my partner, let's say, for example, is a whole kind of person. If I come together, then it wouldn't make sense. I expect my partner to change. My partner expects me not to change and expects herself not to change. Then at the end of the day, it, it doesn't make sense. and It's just going to create more conflict within yourself internally and herself internally. So start by clarifying this, these two points of view within yourself first. Which one are you? And then from there, uh, something that I, I, uh, I like to ask myself, or you know, when I, my friends have uh, relationships problem there when they come and talk to me, I, I, will, I, I will put it out in a very simple terms. There are things that you like and don't like in a relationship. Uh, in my point of view, lah, there's, there's no really... Uh, a hundred percent that I would like completely like everything about a person. And sometimes your partner will ask you to 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 change certain things in your life uh, for him or her. And likewise you to to him and her as well. And so when when you have these changes that is presented to you, whether it's the change in your priorities, change in your timing, change in the way you act, change in the way you speak, change in the way you dress, whatever it is, I think you need to to be very clear, number one, whether you are accepting these changes truly or just tolerating them. When you accept these changes, then you, you means it knows, you know that you are at peace with the idea of that change. And that, that change is now a part of you, and you're okay with that, that change. Tolerate is when you still have that resistance, but you know, because I, I don't want to, to lose my partner, I don't want to you know, go into conflict like Alvin said just now, then I will start to, to you know, ignore all these things and just go along with it for the sake of doing it. Right? Mm. And, and that is the, the, the trademark, the, the mark of, of tolerating these changes. Uh, ideally, the best you should always go into is in accepting these changes. If you're tolerating it, then maybe it's just good. It's a good sign to start talking to your partners. Right? Like the both of you talk about it. Yep, correct. Mm. And then there's another line of thought besides acceptance and tolerance. The, the question is very simple. Whether you love your partner more or you want to resist the change more. If I love my partner more, by all means, it means everything that should come my way, the resistance, the, the resistance in change, the you know, no matter how much I don't like it, because I love my partner more, I'm willing to put it down and go along with it. But when you hit an even point where that change is something you don't like and you don't want to accept, to give a point where it questions your love for your partner, I think that is something that you need to take a moment and truly reflect deeper into which one is it that you want to put first? Yeah. I, I think um, even if you really love your partner and mm. you are willing to change uh, for your partner to that extent, right? Mm -mm. It's still a little bit dangerous uh, using this concept. Because mm -mm. remember your experience that you shared with us? Correct. That you are so much in love Correct. that you did everything for the girl and Correct. then you lost yourself. Yeah. What if like some other party is knee deep in love and mm -mm. that person is not able to see mm -mm. Uh, the consequences of mm -mm. just doing uh, everything because he really loves her. Then at that moment, what, what to do? Like, would you still do the same? 
Mm, I, I, as in if I were put in that position, I wouldn't. But here's the thing. When you're in love, you're in love. You're blind. When you're really in that position, you know, no matter who tells you, oh, this girl no good, ah, that, girl, that boy no good. Ah, when you're in love, you're really, really in love. Mm-hmm. And, and even before you go in love, mm-hmm. go through as in you are stepping into love itself, mm. you would already know that if one day it doesn't mm. work out, Mm-mm. the amount of damage and hurt that you will be Mm-mm. receiving from love itself is truly painful. Mm. They already know it. Mm. Yeah, so you cannot put into context that they do not know about this before falling in love. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So when when you're in love, you're you're really in love. You're you're blinded by it. So what happens is if when you're in that relationship and you're so blinded by love, and what happens is that there's that wear and tear, there's that grind, mm. there's that slowly breaking down. Yeah. Eventually you're gonna break down. Mm. Eventually you're gonna reach the point of time where you ask yourself that question, whether you love, still love the person mm. more or that change that you have underwent. Okay, like, I think I get what you, you mean, mean now. You get where I'm coming from? You, you cannot just teach somebody what to do from the surface. You yeah. ultimately still have to let that person experience for mm. himself That's and right. then make a decision for himself. No That's matter right. what we say or do, will not really have a very big influence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like at least there's clarity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like we say, oh, this, this is a very chillaxed conversation now. Basically, what, what we're doing is just offer perspectives mm. into, into how we would deal with, with change in a, in a relationship. So we've, we've talked about a few today already. Talking about chillaxed conversation, right? I just remembered I have a point that I want to make. When you were sharing about the equations, right? Uh-uh. The, 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 the last thing that you share about the equation is that if you and your partner uh, have different approach uh, to love and relationship. For example, hmm. one of you is half plus half, whereas the other one is one plus one. one, plus one. Then you told people to be careful that Mm-mm. you know all this will lead to conflict because Mm-mm. different approach, right? Yeah. I want to make a statement that actually me and my partner uh, are people who uses two different approach. Wow, can I? Yeah, that's why I want to. I want to say that um, you you can't say that. People with two different approach cannot be in a relationship. In fact, they can. So the, the question is, how do you and your partner do it? Like, you know, with both of you coming into the relationship very mm. different, how, how, how is it that you find the balance? Because are you the, the half plus half one yeah, or the yeah, one yeah. plus one? You're the so, half plus so half one. To give some background, I'm yeah. the half plus half, whereas my partner is the one plus one. Okay, so <laughs> if you're the half plus half, then if, if I'm not wrong to a certain amount of extent, when you go into a relationship, mm. you expect your partner to change. I the both of you to, to, to change together. Okay, specific to my situation, la, mm-hmm. would be, it would be I expect my partner to change more than my partner would expect me to change. Okay. Yeah. And then your partner will come in the point of view that both of you will remain the same. Yeah, but it's not must do it this way, but mm. my partner really don't care about changing himself Mm-mm. or changing me. <laughs> okay. He's okay with staying this way. What okay. a selfish partner. Whereas I'm more concerned, like, oh, I would prefer if you can change a little bit for me. La. I uh-huh. wouldn't force him, but I would prefer it more than he needs it. So, let's say if you have something that you want him to mm. change in. Yeah. Do you have something in the back of your head? And uh, how does specifically, he... Specifically, yeah. Mm, like, for example, an example... Then when you raise it up to him, mm-hmm. how does he react to it? I mean, because he he he's a whole, in your own words, he's a mm. whole himself, ma. Mm. Right? 
Okay, before before I share an example, I think to to give a little more context, right, mm. is that uh, because I'm aware of the difference in our approach, mm. uh, I'm also aware that um, I do not want to force anything upon him. Mm. Like, there are things that I would prefer and I would like if he do it this way. Mm-mm. But honestly, I, I love him to the extent that even if he doesn't change, this is the version that I already love. Mm. So whatever is just a bonus. Mm, but okay. this is okay. actually really, really sufficient and I really, really love him for everything now. Mm. But whatever is a bonus, la, if, it would be good if he can give me a bit of bonus. <laughs> <la>. <laughs> well, I think that's a good idea to have, like to, to love the person who, for who they already are. Mm. And any changes you expect or any changes they, they undergo is a, is a bonus yeah, yeah. Or, or it's something that you will have to, to manage along the way as the relationship develops. Lah. Okay, cool. I think I, I learned a few ways of, of uh, dealing or, or looking at change in relationships today. So, let's summarize. So, you know there's a lot of people in relationships out there right now. So, um, in summary, if you, if you had advice for people who are undergoing change, maybe... They, are, they don't know what to do in their change, uh, with their, their change during themselves in the current relationship. If you could give them a piece of advice, summarize short one, uh, piece of advice, what would it be? Is that targeted to me, summary, uh, short one? Okay, uh, yeah. I, I complete in three sentences. Uh, very good. Oh, my turn. Uh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You say you want to complete in three sentences, right? Actually, quite difficult. Uh. <laughs> Because I was looking at mm. how you were talking about the 0.5, the half and mm. the one. Um, I think to summarize this on my own uh, experience and accord is that I think me and my wife, we don't really have this equation coming out during our time when we were dating and going into marriage. Mm-hmm. But I believe that um, looking at how things are going and all through the discussion, I realized that it used to be me and my wife as one and when we were going into a relationship we realized that we slowly became half plus half mm. if if my wife were to hear this podcast i think she would also uh, agree with me so i mean in summary is that sometimes you can have all the information in the world but you just gotta go into a real love relationship and experience it for yourself so um Summary is it doesn't work for everybody. One solution doesn't work for everybody. Mm-mm. And I found this quote that I, I feel that it's good to uh, end off my stand in Mm-mm. terms of uh, this whole entire thing is that uh, it's not always trying to fix something that's broken. Mm. Maybe it's about starting over or seeking to create something better in terms of that individual in that relationship. Change is always there mm. it's just how you look at change mm. yeah mm. okay thank you Li Ting um, okay so I think for me to sum up today's podcast right uh, it would be when two people come into a relationship their lives become intertwined so they'll be bound to have differences because no individuals is exactly the same. We don't produce robots here. So when the differences poses as a challenge uh, or a conflict, then to resolve them, you need to compromise and in essence, 
change and accept change. Mm. So it's like in a relationship, two people will have to define a new way of life mm. together. You can't have one person defining two people's life. Yeah, so this, this is something that I would like um, to, to, to make a point. And then now I'll go on to my quote. So my quote today is from Young Pueblo. I'm not very sure if I pronounced it correctly, uh, but it goes like this. Okay, wait. This quote is for those who are struggling with change in yourself or the expectations of wanting your partner to change. So the quote goes like this, for real. Your relationships improve and the tension in your mind decreases when you can simply accept people for who they are instead of fixating on how they should change to be more like you. Nice. So I feel that this quote is applicable for both viewing change in others and also viewing change in yourself. Stop changing or stop fixating on the image inside your head and trying to change to the image inside of your head. Instead, just accept who you are and look at yourself and the relationship and your partner um, from uh, the surface. From the real uh, Yeah, person. yeah, from the yeah. real, not from your imagination. Oh Sorry. my God, I'm losing my train of thoughts. Okay, oh. I got it? Yeah, you got it. I got it. So to sum up, is to be at peace with change and to embrace it. Nice. Okay, my turn. Um, I think for those who, who are clear that they when they go into a relationship, there is no, no major change that is going to happen and they are okay with that. I think you, these people out there, they really know uh, to a certain extent what they are doing. Uh, I think specifically for those who are undergoing change and for those who are maybe struggling with change. I think to sum up my advice uh, or, or my point of view in three sentences is to number one is to understand that change is the only constant, that changes happen. So we need to accept that change occurs accept these changes that occurs, accept that the fact that people can change, and that's okay. That's really okay. It's how you look at it and how you deal with it that is the, 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 uh, that is the, the big question. And apart from accepting change, and apart from understanding change, the third one is to figure out when change means trouble. So there are changes for the good, there are changes for the better. Let them be. Mm. Because changes happen. And when changes means trouble, is something that you would need to take another look into. Yep. That's it. Three sentences. Mm. Three, three points. Understanding change happens, accept that change happens, and figure out when change means trouble. Mm-hmm. And if I were to summarize uh, into a, a quote, it's actually quite a long, uh, long, long quote that I saw online. Uh, they, they didn't credit who came up with this, But uh, I'm just going to read it as it is. So, here goes. The truth is, none of us are easy to date, deal with, or please all the time. We all have our vices, we all have our attitudes, and we all have our different way of doing things that make us unique. You won't like everything about somebody. I don't think it's possible. And that's life. And life isn't about finding the perfect person. And there is no such thing in, in, the pers- in the person who wrote this point of view. There is no such thing as finding the perfect person. And it isn't about living some happy ever after fairy tale. 
It's about finding someone you are willing to work for and who is willing to work for you. It's simple, but yet it's hard to achieve. And so, some questions to ask to the people who are still listening to the podcast. How and why did you change in your relationship? And have you accepted your changes yet? Right, if not, thank you very much for spending the time to be with us here on today's episode. Uh, once again, uh, like I explained in the previous episode, uh, there's going to be an Instagram post on our Instagram cha- Instagram channel, Instagram page, uh, Instagram page, you ask what, U-S-K-W-H-Y. So there's going to be a post there that will be tagged to today's episode. If you have any comments on or points of view that you would like to offer in today's uh after listening to today's episode, please feel free to drop it in the comments there. Or if there's you know, any other topics that you know why so you want us to explore in, in our conversation, <laughs> in our conversations or future conversations, please do drop them in the comments as well. Yeah, we, we, we are really clear that you know, for our podcast to work, we, we really a big part of it is the people who actually listen to us. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you have to say, what you think as well. So don't be shy. Go to the Instagram page and comment. Yep. Okay, if not, um, I think, yeah, that's it for today's session. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Once everybody. Again, my name is Aloysius. My name is Alvin. And I'm Lee Ting. Thank you for listening to You Ask Why. On Sunday mornings, we sleep until noon. Well, I can sleep forever next to you. To you and me, we got places we both gotta be, but there ain't nothing I would rather do than blow my plans for you. And you say that you're not. Don't